Morning collaborators, how are you today? I am thrilled to be here. Um, we are only in this platform because it is Wednesday and Wednesday is career chat day. And so we don't wanna confuse people. We wanna make sure that they show up everywhere that they need to be for career chats. And so um, we are just as collaborators this morning, but I don't wanna even use the word just because today's message I think is mm, 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 good. At least it is for me. Um, I was excited about what God was showing me as I was studying this morning and he just was reminding me of so many things. And so I was excited about it and I'm excited to be here with you guys. So let's go ahead and jump into our message for today. And then we will, let's go ahead and pray and we'll jump into our message today. And also um, I'm gonna share how excited I am about some new things that have happened uh, with me and hopefully it will encourage you. Dear God, uh, we love you today. Lord, we love you so much. And we are so grateful that you spare and provide on deserving grace. We thank you so much for showing us that when we are obedient to what you say, um, that really that should be all that matters. And so Lord, today, I pray that as I'm sharing this story and a bit of my testimony, I pray that this encourages somebody else who again, like, like we were talking yesterday, their faith may be looking foolish to people that they know that are around them, but God, you are pleased with their obedience. You're pleased with their hunger and their desire to chase after you and have you be glorified in every aspect of their lives. And so God, we thank you, we love you, we give you the praise today in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Listen, let me tell y'all something that I'm thinking this morning, because I'm just keeping it 100. Uh, I used to challenge like, why, why do I do these morning messages? Because usually it's just like me and a couple people. Let me just tell you how that's even part of my testimony today, because I always get excited um, when God shows up in like a way to remind me to trust him. I love when God shows up like that. And I'm always excited by the little nuggets of confirmation because it just makes me excited. So let's talk about today, but let's go into today. Good morning, Ida Lynn. Thank you for being so faithful every day. I can always depend on you and Shannon. Uh, so this morning, the title is called Watch Your Words and Run Your Race. Watch your words and run your race. And so yesterday, as I was sitting there excited about some stuff that was happening in my business and God reminding me of why it's important that I watch my words and I run my race. Because I was thinking about um, some people that are that I talk to often, right? So I have my family, I have some friends, et cetera, et cetera, right? So I was thinking about that and I was thinking about how I will maybe feel. And so my words to myself, because I need y'all to hear this, my words to myself. So it's not even the words to them. It's the words to myself. It used to be words to them, but now it's more so just words to myself that feed into or used to feed into my imposter syndrome. So for example, um, there's a couple of people like my kids, they crack me up all the time. Actually, I bought the domain name that said my kids say I can't. Because I always felt like, you know, the, specifically my one daughter, she always has something to say about how consistently I show up in the mornings and I do live streams and then I'll be streaming and doing other things. And then I have a podcast, which I'm excited. I got 
one more listener. Woohoo! I'm up to a whopping four, audience of four, and I am excited about that because I think that's a part of my testimony. And so I would debate and go back and forth with her. So yesterday I asked the question. I said, you know what? I said, when's the last time you listen to anything that I do before you say that it's not good or you say that it's not what you want to listen to because it's not funny because this, that, this, and another. And she said, I haven't listened in a long time. I said, okay. So, so what that had me do in that moment was this. And then I was thinking about, um, I have another friend that always talks about, you know, we talk about brand confusion and she's like, Latasha, you're always all over the place. Like, I wouldn't even know what to refer people to you for. And I'm like, okay. And, and, and I, and I want to be honest this morning and say that to be real, 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 um, this Galatians 110 that says, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I still trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of God. Let me put this scripture up here because I think today in these scriptures, I really would love for people to go back and to look at them. So this first one that I just read, Galatians 1.10 is out of the NIV translation. It says, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. So let's scroll back the tapes on Latasha in this whole little business journey, walking out from the job I enjoyed, working with people I liked, making the money I was satisfied with. So as I mentioned before, I, I talked about yesterday that all God gave me was to uh, be obedient and to not hustle. He also told me that my gifting was speaking, teaching, giving, and serving. Those were the four areas. And then in the process of that, he gave me a strategy on this is how you're going to monetize. And this is where you're just going to serve like radically. Like you're going to just just give stuff and serve hard. Like this is the way I want you to do it. And so there's some sheets that I have that I keep um, in this office that you see right now. It looked a different way, but all of the walls had up like big wall chart paper. And God literally showed me like the components in how this business was going to be set up. He also was like, you are going to be such a generous giver. Again, it's not going to make sense. It's going to look crazy. And so I had those sheets and I followed God's plan. I need somebody to hear this this morning. I followed those sheets and I followed God's plan. And I didn't talk often about my actions. I just did stuff. And the joy of the Lord was my strength. Like if you didn't know me, you would have been like, like, what is wrong with her? Like, can somebody really be that happy all the time? And it was just a crazy season because it felt like, like it didn't make sense, but I was following it to a T, meaning that I wasn't hustling. I was obeying God and he was providing and I was giving. And it was, it was crazy because he showed me the strategy. But for some reason, as my business grew, I stepped back and I fell back on what the strategy is that God gave me because I don't even know why. I don't know when that moment happened. I don't know when my confidence in Christ in that strategy kind of like wavered. I'm not sure when that happened on the timeline. But what I do know is a couple weeks ago, I literally said, let me go back to the basics because some of us 
need to, the reason we have the title today, watch your words and run your race, because running your race is going back to the basics. That fire in your belly, when you felt like God was doing exceedingly and abundantly, and you were excited about just not even knowing what he was doing, but truly believing that he would be a light to your path and a lamp to your foot. Like that's what you did. You said, I, I don't know. I'm not anxious. I'm just walking this thing out. And it worked well, like it worked so well. And so recently I've been doing some stuff because I will write things down, but I just wouldn't have all like 9,624 conversations about them. And I would just move forward and God would all, like it would be crazy. Like when I, it was crazy. And some of the things that were consistent for me in this process and in this journey, Paul talks about in a scripture, I think it's in Corinthians, not really sure. So I don't want to say it wrong. That they, he he would ask God, there was a thorn in his side. We don't know, not, we, there, was a, there was something wrong. We don't know what that something wrong was. There was something, and it, some books reference it as a thorn in his side, but we really don't know the ailment. But whatever it was, it didn't allow Paul to be 100%, which means that his confidence had to be in Christ and his confidence had to be in God's purpose for his life. And it's in that text and in that context that he says, in my weakness, he is made strong because some of the assignments that Paul was equipped for, that thorn, that whatever that thing was, could have by the world been looked at as a deficiency. But God, but, but Paul wasn't looking at the deficiency. He was looking at the source and the provider of the strength to help him press towards the mark of what God called him to do. So why am I sharing this today? I'm sharing this today because some of us are spending a lot of time wasting our words on conversations that God didn't tell us that we needed somebody else's permission or support or whatever to move forward. And so we sometimes will say the words to them and sometimes we are so defeated and depleted, we just say the words to ourselves and we believe what that person might say and it prevents us from going forth on his purpose and his vision. And so the second scripture that I really want you to think about before you open your mouth today comes out of Proverbs 17, 27 through 28. It's in the NIV translation, and this is what it says. It says, the one who has knowledge uses his words with restraint, and whoever has understanding is even-tempered. Even fools are thought wise if they keep silent and discerning if they hold their tongues. Let me say this again. For the people in the back of the church, on the back of the bus, and at back of the auditorium to encourage those of us who are external processors or internal processors who then are thinking of the story so that you can push back to what situations and people that are around you are saying. Again, it says in Proverbs 17, 27 through 28, it says the one who has knowledge uses words with restraint and whoever has understanding is even tempered, even fools. That seems to be a theme word this week. Even fools are thought wise if they keep silent and discerning if they hold their tongues. 
Now, let me tell you why this is a hard process, because Latasha is an external processor. I really am. And so part of when I go on walks, when I'm talking to myself <laughs> and having a little conversation with Jesus or just talking to myself and then Jesus will intervene is what you really need to know when you are in a place of transition is it's not that the people who are around you that are sharing their feedback, it's not that they don't support you or they don't love you. It's because they love you that they feel the need to press into what you're doing because they believe that they're helping. And if you take that position, you won't be so quick to pop, pop, pop off the mouth. What you will do then is you will listen. You will say thank you. And then you will ask God to give you wisdom on what that person shared. But what will happen sometimes, even in your brain, when you feel like you need to say it, because there's like, like my mom, and my mom is one of the number one ones. When she gives me feedback, I literally will just, I won't say anything. And this is the thing. When you're an external processor and you don't react or you don't respond, then people talking to you, because my kids were doing it all like last night, they just were trying to go in on their mama. And I was just like, yo, yo, whatever. Um, I, when you don't respond and you're just not talking, then this is where the enemy wants to do the one tui. They feel like they then need to interpret your silence. And what they don't realize is, is that literally I'm, I'm doing this Proverbs 17, 27, 28, because it says even fools are thought wise if they keep silent and discerning, if they hold their tongues. This is hard because sometimes we feel like we need to defend our actions. And what God is showing me through this passage and through this right now is one of the things that I've had to quickly put in my brain when certain people give me feedback is my message ain't for you anyways. Like you're not even the person or the people that God called me to serve. And so I can't focus on fixing that and pleasing them because why? Then it goes right back to Galatians 1.10, which is, now, am I trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? And right now, I'm just sold out for Jesus. My goal is to make Jesus a rock star. That people can look at the things that don't happen for me and can hear the testimony. So this is what I become okay with. Because until today, I don't know if I ever said this on live stream. It would bother me. For real, for real, when like no one shows up when I go live, like there's not many places that I go live at all. That if I, if I have a listening audience of like 10, that's like amazing because it just doesn't happen for me. Like really, even in the mornings, like I'm good when I have two because it's Shannon and Ida Lynn, right? For, for this season, like that's who it is. And God will usually give me a faithful. It used to be this lady from like Oklahoma that was my faithful one or two. And what God has reminded me of in real time is, is all you need is two or three gathered in my name and then I am in the midst. But God is asking me, watch your words and run your race because who are you showing up for every day? Are you showing up for the people that are sharing the post and watching the post and, and, and hashtagging the post? Or are you showing up because I gave you an assignment to do? 
Because every time I go back to the original plan on why I show up, which is to glorify him and to do what I believe I'm called to do, he then shows out just like he showed me on that plan five years ago when the wallpaper was up on the wall. When I tell y'all this week, I got an unexpected blow my mind miracle. And this is what I know about God's blessings. You don't work real hard for them. And when you're not looking for them because you're being obedient to him, they will be exceedingly and abundantly more than what you could even have the competence to pray for. Exceedingly and abundantly more. And this is the other thing that's so awesome. They show up to do what they need to do so that you can serve how he wants you to serve. And then when people are saying what you do doesn't make sense, you have the wisdom to stop trying to please man by showing them tangibly what God is doing. Sometimes you have enough confidence in Christ to just press on and run your race. And sometimes that race can just be you silently, just like you're, when I do my walks, like when this miracle came in, I went into crazy praise. I couldn't even respond to the request because I, was, I started the teachers, tutors, and technology. And right now it's growing, but it doesn't matter if in the next 10 days, if nobody else joins, because I know that I know God told me to do that. To support these poor parents and these teachers any kind of way that I can with my talents and my abilities. And if it grows to a thousand, okay. If it lands at two, okay. Because I can't look for my blessing there. In Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, what he shows me is his ways and his thoughts are so different than what I could ever do because all I know is to obey him. That's the way God works in my life. It doesn't make sense. I've, I've Listen, I have never made money on a product or a solution that I have crafted. Usually they crash and burn. I almost laugh. I'm like, God, why do I do such work? Like, so for example, um, I just released this planner on Amazon called the Power Planning System. I don't even have an example to show you guys. And I'm like, I probably won't sell one because it's a part of a curriculum for, wait, let me stop saying that. I don't know what God's going to have me do with the Power Planner. It's a part of a curriculum for a uh, an intensive program, a career transformation program. And I'm going to do the work and I've done the work and I'm going to be doing the work to set up the back end of it. But let me tell you, I don't even know why. Maybe sometimes he has me get busy on the work and doing these other things because then he can giggle and say, see, you try, you went that way. I'm going to bless you this way, whatever. But it all lines up with those papers that I had on the wall. And so why am I sharing all of this with you? I'm sharing this with you because some of us, especially when our success walk doesn't look like what the world would say is success. So let's just say that your business isn't to the level that you believe it should be. 
and God is telling you to take a tangent and you're like, that doesn't make sense. I'm telling you right now, if you know that it is God and it's a discerning word and he's telling you to go to the left and everybody else is telling you to go to the right, you better go to the left. Because I promise you, what's to the left is connected to a blessing if you know it to be true. And what I love about God is his word will guide you. That's why you got to study his word. That's why you got to pray some bold prayers. Like I'm putting stuff in my journal right now that all I'm doing is giggling when he's responding because he is. He is responding. And I can't even share because it wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't make sense to the average person. And this is what God is reminding me. And it's not supposed to. You know what's supposed to make sense, Latasha, at least in your world, is your faithfulness to believing that, that my word is true. Like that's what's supposed to make sense to people. When you say to them, when there's a need and you see lack, you go serve there. And then I'm going to provide a ram and a bush because you think that you're giving sacrificially. But I got something in store for you, just like when Abraham walked up the side with Isaac and thought he was going to sacrifice his son that him and his wife prayed for. God sent a ram in the bush. But sometimes we can't tell people about these rams in a the bush. They just need to see us walk up the hill. And they need to see it and they need to observe your, your faith in Christ. And they need to say, that is crazy. How do you pray for something for so long? And then God says, give it up. And you off, you would, you just freely give it up. And then he sends a ram in a bush so that they can look at that story for whatever. Oh, God, thank you. For whatever message they're supposed to get out of your faithfulness, let them get it. Sometimes we explain too much in our words. We feel like we need to give all the minutiae. No, nah, let somebody just look back and look at your confidence and obedience in Christ and your discipline to showing up and doing the work every day and let them believe whatever they want to believe about your situation. Because what you don't know is how God is speaking to them in their life with your faithfulness to something that you can't even see that he's doing in them. Hopefully that made sense because I can't repeat it. So why am I sharing these scriptures today? Why is this title so important today? Because there's some thorns in your life that God will never take away. He will never take away. Because that thorn then to the outside world makes his blessing for you weird so that people then have to come to you. And then in that moment, when they come to you, don't you take credit for that. You better say, this is what I heard from God in whatever context he tells you to do it. This is what I heard from God. And this is what I did. And this is what God did in his faithfulness, not by my strength. That's what Paul was able to do. He, do you know that the apostle Paul wrote most of his great work in jail? Does anybody know that? His great work in jail. So to the world, that could have looked crazy. But if Paul was not obedient in jail, we wouldn't have a lot of word that we can follow in Christ to know what to do right now. But in the world, they might have thought when he was Saul, the Christian killer out there looking like doing what he's doing, being a boss, taking it down, living his best life in the rest of the world with those who were other Christian killers. Maybe that's when people were like, yeah, Saul was the man back then. But now we look at those historical events in the context of the word of God 
And we know now that when Saul was transferred to Paul, that's when we as believers see him doing his greatest work. When the world might have said he looked weak, when the world might have said, but he's locked up, when the world might have said, what can he do from the jail cell? And but God, but God, he did some amazing things that didn't impact maybe then like it impacts now. But what if Paul was not obedient and didn't have radical faith and he didn't watch his words and he didn't run his race? We wouldn't have a lot of the guidance that God gives through his obedience that God used him to be the author to scribe out all these amazing things when he says to be anxious about nothing. Like when he when he tells us, when he reminds us to press towards the mark, when he reminds us not to shrink, when he encourages Timothy and tells him that, you know, like we, we need we need to be strong in what God created us for. So be encouraged today. Speak life into your situation to yourself. Stop feeding into the response of what the world is saying about your situation and your circumstances based on what they believe about how you're walking out your faith in your ministry. You see, we all have the ability to hear from God. My question is, which voice is louder? The word of the word or the word of the people around you who don't even understand what God is doing with and through you. Whose voice is louder? I'm excited about God today, y'all. Listen, I hope you watch Career Chats today at noon. If you wanna be a guest, the criteria is you need to be working for somebody else. I thank you for whoever's listening on the podcast, Audience Power to Choose. Thank you for that. And I thank you guys who show up and encourage me in Connect, Collaborate, Create. And a way to just pour love, and I can pour love, and I could, you could pour love, and I could pour love. Love and love equals bigger love. <laughs> I thank you for that today. And I want you to be encouraged. And I want you to understand that if you are pleasing God, that is who you need your well done, faithful servant from. Stop trying to please man because people are fickle and picky and selfish. And I don't say that in a negative way, because at the end of the day, we got some of that stuff too, right? Aren't we picky, selfish, and fickle too? I know I can be in certain areas of my life. Absolutely, I can. But what I'm learning is, Latasha, in spite of whatever is going on, you better trust God's vision and his purpose and his plans for your life. So you show up in your teachers, tutors, and technology if ain't nobody there. You show up because that's what I'm calling you to do right now. You continue to work on the Get Naked with God challenge and you keep pressing at it, even though the technology is ticking you off, even though it seems like it's too complicated to kick off. Don't shrink. I'll, I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to help you. So I'm saying this to somebody that needs to be encouraged today, that your life plan might look crazy to people around you, but God is pleased with your obedience today. God is pleased with your obedience today. God is pleased with your obedience today. So watch your words. Run your race. Don't let people trip you up with the nice, nasty, backhanded compliments. Stay focused on what God is saying to you. And he will then send wise counsel into your life. 
might come from the most unexpected places, but he will send wise counsel into your life. I promise you he will, because he has done it for me. He has never left me or forsaken me. As I look back on these last five and a half years, God has always been there. He's always been my ram in the bush. He's always been my provider. And he allows me to have the joy of the Lord, even when it doesn't look like it makes sense in a natural world. God gets, listen, I, I get excited. Sometimes I get so excited. I can't even call people because they're like, why am I talking to you? Because you sound crazy. Like when I do my walks in the morning, I just talk to everybody just because. Why not? Stop being mad. We made it. We made it outside. That's, that's what we should be rejoicing for. We can all walk our walk and run our race the way we can. I get excited about that. Get excited about running your race. Trust me, if you stay consistent to it, God is pleased with it. If not a narrow person says, good job, you just keep going. Like Forrest Gump, keep running. Run, Forrest, run. I don't know why I use that analogy. But dear God, we thank you today for reminding us the importance of watching our words so that we can run our race in a way that you are pleased with our obedience, God. Dear God, I thank you so much because it is so hard not to listen to men, especially when they love you. But I ask that you give me the confidence. I ask that you give the person listening to this confidence in your call that they seek ye first the kingdom of God, that they remind themselves that no matter what their situation is, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper because you will be magnified and glorified in their obedience, God. Dear God, I pray that people have the confidence to pray big blessings, but to have the humility to know that they don't always have to share everything. Some things aren't meant to share with everybody. Dear God, I pray that you give people the resources and the connections that they need so that they can do the work, so that they can have someone encourage them when they feel like they're falling on their face and their faith looks foolish to the world that they can watch their words both to others and especially to themselves. I pray that there's no negative self-talk. It's only what the word of God says about who we are, that we are wonderfully and fearfully made, wonderfully and fearfully made. We remind ourselves of that. We don't use negative words even jokingly about ourselves. We talk about ourselves like kids of the king because that's what you created us to be. We are the heirs to royalty. We need to remind ourselves of that and our coming and our going, that we are not paupers, that we were the lenders and not the borrowers, that we will be generous. We will be generous with every part of who you created us to be. And we won't faint or get frustrated, even when the world doesn't respond, how we hope that they will in our quiet places. That we'll still show up in excellence, knowing that you are pleased and you are smiling, you're smiling on our obedience. So we thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And it is so. Have an amazing day, everybody. Love you so much. And I will see you again tomorrow. Well, actually, I'll see you at noon if you're on Career Chat. Our special guest is actually Shannon's brother. He is a special ed education teacher. He's got an amazing story, but he comes from an awesome family. So I'm so excited. So I hope that you guys join me. You can join right here for Career Chats. And I'll see you guys at noon. Have a great day.